Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee and welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Today's episode, we will be talking about divorce. Um, It's a tough topic to talk about, I think, in many ways, but such an important one. I personally was raised by a single mom and I watched my parents go through divorce when I was young. And so for me, it's, it's such an important topic to talk about because of seeing it firsthand and what I went through. And I wouldn't, you know, want to see people go through it, you know, in that, that stressful and um, emotional way. Like if there's anything we can do um, to kind of delve deeper into some of the information, um, some of the resources out there, if that can be of assistance to people, that's really my goal. So I'm really excited for today's topic. Um, Divorce is such a stressful time. There is so much emotion involved and it really is hard to make decisions as a result of that. Um, Today's guest is Zaina El-Sayed. Zaina founded Trusted Divorce Services to elevate the divorce process from destructive and costly to simple, fair, and stress-free. Zaina calls calls this the constructive divorce process. The constructive divorce process has helped hundreds of Albertan Albertan couples finalize their divorces in half the time and at a third of the price. Most importantly, the process helps couples communicate effectively, settle their finances fairly, and protect the emotional and mental health of their children. So thank you so much for being here. Um, So glad to have you here. And again, this is a great topic, important topic. And I love that you're able to kind of provide people with information that are going through this because it's such a stressful time and, and there can be a lot of emotion and stress involved. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and your journey to what brought you to create Trusted Divorce Solutions or services? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm very happy to be here, Kaylee. Thank you for inviting me to this uh, episode. I love talking about divorce and, and you're right, the impact of divorce on people and, and kids and society is a huge. So, so it's a privilege, a privilege to be able to talk about it here. Um, so how I, uh, how I um, founded Trusted Divorce and, and how I've, uh, I've, I've come here is it started with me working as a clerk at the divorce section in Calgary. Um, I started there, uh, I believe in 2007. Um, I got hired as a a clerk in the divorce section, so I would process divorces. And then I quickly moved up to as, you know, became a divorce uh, supervisor, then then did a little bit of management in Court Queen's Bench. Um, I decided to leave uh, the courts um, in the beginning of 2016. It was just, you know, I've had enough experiences there and I've I've learned enough and I've seen uh, so many 
people struggle with the divorce process and, and uh, get sucked into this, I call it the black hole of divorce, where like you start the process and you have no idea where you are, when it's going to end, what happened, you're just like pouring in, you know, thousands of dollars and, and it's just not getting you anywhere. So I really wanted to help people. And so I opened my company um, in, um, you know, in that year and uh, we, we've helped hundreds of people so far uh, through our uh, constructive divorce process and um, help people keep keep their money, um, create successful parenting plans and um, be able to finish the process quickly, efficiently, affordably. Um, and it's been a, a great journey. Yeah, I love that. Like the idea of uh, getting through it because it does feel like when you're in it, it is this kind of endless process. And I've seen a lot of you know, people in my life go through it and clients as well. So I love that idea of, you know, taking action, getting through it. Um, Can you comment a little bit on what you're seeing right now? Like with everything that's gone on with COVID, is there anything that's changed or different or that people need to know about or? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's challenging. Uh, COVID has been challenging for everyone and, and including people going through divorce. Um, I've seen um, a lot of people struggle even more because I think one of the um, important um, pieces to your to a separation or divorce is is being able to be separate, <laughs> right? Like you know, being in the, you know going through separation or thinking about separation or not wanting the other person. Like even at the beginning stage, where you're like, okay, I don't really, I don't, I don't think this is working. You know, I think this relationship is going to end soon. But having to be confined, you know, with this person um, every day, all day, you know, whether it's work related because they are not able to go to work or because, um, you know, they used to travel and now they're not able to or just simply because you guys, you know, that both of them have to stay um, in the house so they can parent the children. Uh, it's put a lot of strain on people and, and it just, you know, maximize this feeling of, you know, like I can't breathe. Oh my God, like this is hard. And, you know, with parenting and everything else, everything has been shifted. Uh, when before it used to be, you know, simple kids go to school, they come back, maybe mom is making dinner for them Dad comes back later. And then they have a couple hours together. Now it's like everyone to get is together and it's just putting a big strain on people. So we found actually a big uh, spike in separation and divorce since COVID and this was this was felt throughout like it wasn't just in Alberta or, or Canada all of the countries had, had a spike in divorce which you know um, I think I don't think that COVID created you know more divorces I think there were already problems but then COVID came and it just pushed the problems to the surface and now people are uh, feel forced to deal with them. Yeah, absolutely. Just like higher stress levels. And we've all gone, yeah, we've all experienced it in so many different ways. So that's very interesting to hear. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about, well, what are some signs of uh, sort of that negative side of divorce or a destructive divorce? What does that look like? What are some signs of that? I think it's when people are, um, are just not in the right mindset um, to deal with it. I think it's, um, it's when they just do not see beyond the anger and the resentment and all of those like ugly feelings and they want to somehow punish the other person. Um, it's also where people, you know, 
you know, before they're even ready, run to lawyers um, and they feel like they're, you know, they're kind of being pushed by the system as opposed to having control over the process or what they're doing or what they want. Um, so destructive divorce is when you have no control, you, um, you started, you know, too early and where your focus is, is not on taking care of yourself, then your kids, then your finances. It's more, I hate this person. I just want to, you know, get out and get him or get her. Yeah. Okay. So those like negative emotions that are driving it more and just that kind of, um, yeah, sort of almost like an attack it feels like, or you're on the defense and, so how can, what would you suggest to people that are going through that? Or, or how can, how can we have a constructive divorce? Like you, you talk mm-hmm. about a constructive divorce in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we have that? Constructive divorce focuses on communicating effectively with the other person. And I know, like, I know just people, if people, when people are going to hear this, they're going to be like, well, he's like, he or she are not communicating with me or like, they're the problem. And I, and that's, you know, totally legitimate. Um, but sometimes, you know, I think you have to focus on doing the inner work, which I know you talk a lot about this, even for financial stuff, uh, doing the inner work, um, being, um, healthy and, and, um, okay internally. And then, um, when, when you're, when you're in that mindset and where you're, when you're, where you're looking at the divorce as, um, uh, something that you're you're going to tackle together as opposed to like this ugly thing that's just you know coming out to eat you um so focusing on yourself being in you know in in that in that, in that right mindset um and then figuring out how to best communicate with with your ex because from communication everything can be settled right like if you've got a, a positive communication um um, with, with with your ex, then you are able to, you know, go to mediation or talk to one another about the, the issues or, or settle things a lot more, um, you know, simply and, and amicably. Um, so I guess in a nutshell, um, a constructive divorce, and this is what um, in my company, we try to to help people with, and, and this is this is the, 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 uh, the basis at which we, we, we function in our process is we help people communicate more effectively, settle their finances fairly, and figure out ways to co-parent emotionally uh, healthy children. Okay. I love that. And when you're talking about like that, that makes so much sense is that reactiveness or when we're in it, I think it's so hard to see outside of it. Like I, like I said, I work with a lot of people kind of going through the process or post-divorce um, when it comes to their finances primarily, but it's almost like when you're in that like fight or flight, it's like you're, mm-hmm. you can't even sometimes make those rational decisions or you can't um, have that proper communication. So it's kind of pulling ourselves out of that fight or flight. And like I, th- I tell people, it's like, if you can kind of imagine yourself a couple years out mm-hmm. and how you would be feeling and reacting, because then you're, you're sort of on the other side of it. And then if you kind of put yourself in that, in that person's shoes, then maybe it kind of helps you in, in the now. Cause it's, it's definitely not easy. And when you hear some of the back and forth, you can see how that can mm-hmm. get people riled up and, um, and sort of emotions even elevated further. Is there any other strategies? Did you, you comment on a few strategies, anything else for couples um, to be more constructive? I think being upfront with their uh, financial disclosure I mean, that's, that's a big thing. 
um, people usually don't know how much financial information they need to provide to one another or uh, where does it end? Uh, some people ask for like, you know, crazy things from the other person. And, you know, in Alberta, we have a set of financial and information um, that is sort of like standard, um, whether you go to a lawyer or a mediator or like directly to court. Um, there's a list that uh, is usually requested uh, from both parties, you know, to be sent to them. And also if you're working with a lawyer or a mediator, then you would send the same thing to them. Um, I actually have a really nice user-friendly list um, that I can give out to your clients if they need it. Um, if they want the list, uh, they can email us at info at trusted-services.ca and we can send it to them. It's user-friendly. So this financial, you know, collecting financials and figuring out financials is a huge thing. Um, and, you know, another tip that I would give is you know, child custody and child parenting before child support. So a lot of people will make the mistake of, well, what's the, what's the most I can get? Like what actually, how much time do the kids need to be with me so I can get the most, you know, amount of child support or like on the other hand, like the least, I, I have to pay the least amount of child support. And then, so a lot of people, what they do is like work backwards from there. But it's, you know, if you think of it logically, well, you want to make sure that you do what's best for your kids and then figure out child support. Um, so that's another thing that I would that I would uh, advise people. Um, and the biggest thing is divorce is a huge and you mentioned it at the beginning. Um, it's uh, heavy and it's um, it weighs on you. And and I mean, they say divorce sucks up like 80 percent of your mental energy so you've only got like 20 percent left for work and you know taking care of your kids and running errands and all these things and you got to deal with the legalities and everything else that comes with it like it's huge so my biggest uh, advice that i usually share with people is take it one step at a time take it one step at a time have have a I know it is uh, like um, an interior designer when she was going through her divorce, she had a big board and she had like, she, she dealt with divorce. Like she would deal with a design where like step one is this, step two is this. And that's what you gotta do. Like if, if step one is gonna simply be, I gotta tell my husband that I don't want this marriage anymore. This is a huge step. So just think about this step and how to tell him and what to do. And then the next step could be, well, you know, Who's gonna keep the house you know what i mean like so don't take it all at once take it and take it in bits and pieces i love that yeah like step by step i always say to people's finances same thing it's a journey and mm -hmm. you can't sort of tackle it all at once it's breaking it down to the steps and that way it feels a lot more manageable too and it does mm -hmm. reduce some of the stress um and what you talk about with the kids too and and yeah, the first step maybe is just finding what works with the relationship and your kids and, and the back and forth and developing that because that there's so many different sort of dynamics as well when it's yeah. when there's kids involved. And so understanding that is such a huge one. So yeah, it's a great reminder for people. Um, you mentioned in your introduction, and maybe you can elaborate on this a little bit more, but you talked about the black hole of divorce. So what do you mean by that? Or what are the impacts of that? Yeah, so it's, um, I, I picture the black hole when I get a call from someone, and this is a typical call, okay, where people, you know, the person tells me, 
Uh, I mean, I just got a call a um, couple of days ago from someone and he was like, the divorce started amicably. We didn't want to fight. You know, we, we kind of had an idea of what we each want to keep. We're good with the kids. But then we each went and got a lawyer and three years later, nothing is done. <laughs> oh. Like nothing's done. There's, there's no agreement or order to show for. And we grew farther apart because we stopped communicating because now everything has to go through the lawyers. So, you know, I'm basically at square one, I'm $40,000 in and there's no end in sight. So that's, that's what, what a black hole, like, you know, the black hole of divorce, that's what it is, because I, it, it feels to people like they're being sucked into it. They don't know it, but they just do. And then you're in it and you, you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going, and you're just, you know, you get um, intertwined in this uh, series of communications and emails and letter with the other party or the other council that leads nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is, I've heard that one too so many times. So it's, I like that you've now, you've made a, a that termed it that and it's, because <laughs> it's that awareness. And then when we have that awareness, hopefully we can make sure we go, okay, uh, we don't want that to happen. Or when a couple's going through that, this is, you know, not where we want it to get to. So what can we do to sort of keep it positive? Can you break down a little bit? Cause we've sort of like alluded to it. So the idea of working with lawyers, mediators for people that don't really, you know, know the difference or want to kind of differentiate between the options. Can you just break that down briefly maybe? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, and I mean, I, w I would love for people to know too, that they do not need a lawyer to file for divorce. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. And this is why they get sucked into, you know, the divorce, the, the black hole of divorce, cause they just don't know. They think this is the right way to do it. Um, so if, you know what, like, honestly, if you, if you are able to, uh, communicate with the, with, with your ex and, and figure things out, a lot of times you, you don't, you don't need, you don't need to have lawyers involved. Um, if the divorce can be simple enough. So, so, um, say, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, let's call a couple, you know, Jane and Joe. And so they, they, they got to this point where they, they know that it's, it's not, it's not working. They know that they're approaching divorce. Um, they hate it, but it's happening. They, they still want what's best for their kids. The best thing to do is reach out to a mediator and say, look, like we have a house, we have some RSPs, we have savings, and we want to split things fairly equally. Can you help us? So a mediator can help them. Um, you know, they come in, they show their financials, and a mediator can help them um, figure out what they're going to do with all these, you know, different pieces. And then, you know, so so this is this is with dealing with financials. The mediator can also help them with uh, doing their parenting arrangement and parenting plans. So that's another thing that can be done through a mediator. Um, the, the the key here is is turning these agreements to legally binding documents, right? So there's two there are two pieces, and this is why like using a mediator lawyer is is important and knowing when to use them. So. You know, the one piece is figuring out what to do with with uh, with uh, with all these different pieces, and the other thing is, okay, so now we figured out what to do with them. So how do we actually move through the legalities of it? 
so once you once you know uh, once they've gone through the mediator and they figured things out they can then take their agreement to a lawyer who can um who can turn it into like a proper separation agreement or, or something or um they can come to us uh trusted divorce and what we do i think we're the only company who does that that's why i'm I, i'm very specific about like what their options are um so we we actually turn it all into court documents that they both sign it's witnessed by someone but they do not it does not need to go through lawyers so it goes directly to court so so they could take you know they they could take the process all the way to court without using lawyers so what I, so i think the best you know to to put this in a in a smaller version um figure things out through a mediator or amongst each other, have a plan. And then, you know, you can then go to a lawyer to give you legal advice or to put it, you know, turn it into a legal, legally binding document. Or you could uh, reach out to, um, to us or another paralegal firm who can, you know, take that and turn it into a court, you know, proper court documents. Okay, that's interesting. So kind of looking at it more from the perspective of the people come together, you decide together what it is that you want. And then it's kind of the execution step mm-hmm. that you talk about who to discuss with. But then in, in issues where I guess that talks about more where people are on the same page or where they feel they can get to be on the same page. And mm-hmm. then it's, would it be like other methods you're going to have to seek then if there is, um, you know, very, if it's more of a contentious mm-hmm. situation where you cannot um, communicate at all? What I would uh, recommend here is for the person to still work with someone who's, you know, it could be a, like you, like a certified divorce financial analyst or, or someone who can at least get, um, get the person to a point where they may have a proposal to send the other person, like do a little bit of like the initial work. Um, maybe, maybe if the other person is like not agreeable to mediation or, or, or being difficult or something, then maybe they could try because that's, you know, essentially that's what the lawyer is going to do anyway. They're going to try to, you know, send the other person a proposal. Yeah. So then, you know, they could try that route before they, they, um, you know, before they go and seek, um, full legal, uh, representation. Yeah. So it's kind of taking the steps to avoid that the black hole <laughs> avoid <laughs> yeah. it avoid the black hole <laughs> nothing good comes from that yeah um what would you say are the biggest predictors then of a healthy divorce so i mentioned earlier communication proper co-parenting right like n- proper what i mean by that is like just being friendly and, and looking after the kids you know well-being um and uh looking at looking at looking at options and and really finding being educated and finding out what is the best uh, route out there for your case um so you know researching online um but also looking at information articles that are alberta specific or like province specific because there's you know my clients come to me with like all kinds of information that's been taken from like uh you know, a US website or like some kind of, you know, someone came up with it or whatever. <laughs> so you got you got to dig in more when you're looking at information for divorce. Um, my website has lots of uh, good blogs that helps people. Um, I'm sure you'll share the, uh, the web link uh, with your listeners. So that's another really good resource uh, for that. And I like that the idea of um, looking at your options, because I think and taking it step by step, that kind of goes to too, because 
I think it's sort of people sometimes go right to the, okay, I need to get a lawyer and, and that might not be the best step for them. It's maybe it's a few steps ahead, like that's maybe steps later, but it's coming back and just sort of starting where they're at right now and um, having that communication. So seeking their options and actually um, talking to the different professionals and just deciding if it's a good fit. Like I always say that too, with working with a financial professional, um, interview people, find mm-hmm. out what they do. Is it a fit for what you're looking for? Because yeah. that's so important too. You you want to be working with a professional that knows exactly what you're looking to achieve, what you want to have done, some of your concerns. And if that's something they're able to do, then great. And you can make that decision. But um, being informed and knowing again that you have to um, look at the options and then decide what is the best for you mm-hmm. based on your scenario. Cause everyone does have such a very different scenario that worked for one couple might not work for another. So yeah, I like that. The idea of just looking at what your options are. Mm-hmm. So how can listeners find you, reach out to you? What's the best way? Uh, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook uh, at trusted divorce. And uh, my website is www.trustedtivorceservices.ca. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, Zaina Al-Sayed, E-I for Zaina. Um, yeah, if you have any questions or, or they, they want to connect or find out more, yeah, send me a message. Would love to connect. Thank you. Thank you so much, Zaina, for being here. That was very informative. And again, just giving people some insight into their options. I I love that because divorce is so hard. And so Mm -hmm. people can take a moment and listen to even this episode just to help them kind of take those next steps. Um, So thank you so much for being here today and sharing your time, your expertise. That was awesome. You're very welcome. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Kaylee. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye, everyone. Until next time. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.